Build that drama. Maximum blockage. Build on that drama. Maximum blockage. You're listening to Maximum Blockage on the Corky Cork Network, where I, Josh Hunter, dog owner, face breather, and ten-toe holder, critique the block with my friend, Beto, who has no idea what's happening right now. Anyway, Brett, we are Tuesday night Dynamite. Yep. Episode of the block where... Oh, it was a stinger. It was pretty good. Where pretty much it was all about Luke and Tess... Luke losing builder, Jesse versus Keith, and five all-stars. Will they get along? Probably not. Oh, of course not. It's drama. you got to build that drama. Maximum blockage. <laughs> Building that drama. <laughs> anyway, so we start the episode with Mitch and Mark, who are up at Sparrow's Fart, planning an ensuite and walk-in robe for a future week. We only have a king bed that we know of right now. Scott said that they finish... Every week on time, which is in contrary to what happened week one when they didn't win because they didn't finish their guest bedroom. Yeah, well, I thought, like we said, I thought it was finished. I couldn't see anything wrong with it, but apparently it wasn't quite finished. Yeah, well, on our unclogging episode, we said that it looked finished, but apparently it wasn't. No. So anyway, um, Tess foreshadows their terrible day at hashtag mum meeting. Great to see all the other ladies of the block, um, you Band know, gather together. around and try and perk her up there. But this is a competition. You've got to be ruthless. Cutthroat. Yep. My advice would be stop being so terrible. <laughs> That's good advice. Hopefully she takes it on board. Yep. Uh, then we cut to Mitch and Mark and Keith is visiting Jason, their builder. And Jason is so good. And, you know, he thanks Scotty, claiming he's better than everyone else and everyone else is two days behind. It was funny, though. Keith's like, oh, Mitch and Mark really did good when they hired you as a builder. But I remember the Scotty. first episode, Scotty said, hey, Mitch and Mark, here's a builder. Have this guy. Yeah. So, so they didn't do anything. They just got gifted a gun builder. Yeah. Which is, he's going pretty well. I'm not going to knock him. But no, he's doing good work. Uh, yeah. I but just it's got nothing to do with Mitch and Mark, like, picking him or whatever. He gets a lot of camera time, though. Like, you never see Andy and Deb's builder? No. Which... Oh. No, you don't. Yeah. Valid point. I've, yeah. I've stumped you. you well, I guess for words. Keithy's not in love with that guy. Yeah. Where he's totally in love with Jason. And so, I say that guy because we haven't met him. I have no idea he what He was on is. one episode, but I can't remember his name. Oh, well. Mark. Such a side character. No, didn't I give him Giuseppe? Something like that. Anyway, we move on. Um, so, Scotty was saying that we have to use insulation for sound, yet week three in the party house, you know, they're saying that they're going above Australian standards for insulation and, you know, they're using fire check, which is thicker plaster to keep the sound out. But when it was party week, why was none of this brought up? I don't know. Well, I guess on those walls, like you said, that you need fire check on those walls anyway. And this is just um, sound check. So, you know, fire check's... Thicker Even again. thicker, so it's doing both jobs at once. But that's a bit of an oversight to me from Keith and Dan not to tell the couples that they need sound check on that wall before they were plastering. Well, that was my next point, that Dan comes in and he's like, after they finish plastering, yeah. you're using the wrong plaster. Yeah, well, after apparently Matt and Elise have measured all their cupboards to fit yeah. and then they come and go, no, you need a thicker plaster. Like, this is not good foremanship. Yes, I agree. But theoretically, they could probably just take the... 16 mil or whatever the thickness of the sheet is out of the kick 
Yeah, they could, but they shouldn't have so to. It's not a major drama. Yeah, but these are the kind of things that Keithy's always on everyone else about, like... Oh, you got to know your measurements and think ahead and build right, and then he's dropping the ball. And so. they should be communicating better. Yes, they're always up. It. Everyone you else should go, not Keithy, where's the communication, son? Uh, the one thing that I noticed in Tess and Luke's room: why are they using timber if blue scope's so good? Yeah, I don't know. You think you'd blue scope everything? Oh, you would. You would. You would. You would. So next, we cut to Matt and Elise, and he is getting it from his wife all day. No wonder he's so tired. Um. And now he has to reshape the cabinets, which is what we just mentioned, and they won't fit. I don't know. I just think, why wouldn't, like you said, why wouldn't you just tell them, like, at the toolbox meeting or whatever? Yeah. Like, Keith's always banging on them. They're always having toolbox meetings. Like, mention it in the morning. Yeah. Um, so, Mitch and Mark haven't sheeted their walls, yet they're apparently, like, two days ahead of everyone else. Yeah, well, that's also, that's another thing. Like, there was all that drama last episode with... Um, Luke, and he losing his plasterers, so they were behind on the plastering. During all that drama, Keith doesn't go, oh, we need sound check on that wall. Yeah. Maybe during this entire two days of drama where I'm up Lukey for not being on top of things, maybe I could be on top of things. Um, so the other thing with Mitch and Mark that sort of rubbed me the wrong way was when they were sort of playing the gay stereotype card. Oh, yeah. Which... I don't know. I don't want to get into it because I don't want to offend any of our listeners. But for me, like, I don't know. It was just a bit weird to play. Like, no, I don't look at them like that, if you know what I mean. Like, they're well, styling for them. Like, they, you didn't have yeah, to say. Yeah, they keep saying we're styling for us. And then they're also. Well, they know who they're styling for. The upstairs. Empty nesters. Bedroom that they turned into, like, an uh, uh, entertaining area. And so they're like, oh, yeah. You know, it's going to be more of a party house. And now they're like, people keep calling it a party house because we're gay. And you're like, you guys literally called it a party house two weeks ago. Entertainment house, well, I think, is what they've called it. Yeah, okay. Oh, burn. Sorry. One to Josh, and I think I'm, I'm about to lose one here, though. Oh, here we go. We had Jesse versus Keith. And I sit on the side that Jesse was in the right and just trying to get some clarification. Now, what happened was... Keith said, don't sheet the stairwell or the lift shaft external. Just do the inside of the stairwell. So I thought that Keith was being a bit cheeky with him when Jesse was like trying to get that clarified. No. And then uh, he just keeps cutting him off and saying, don't sheet the stairwell or lift shaft external. Internal shaft only and stairwell. I thought it was only inside the stairwell. See, it's confusing. You don't sheet inside a lift shaft. Why would you sheet inside a lift shaft? So it looks good for the repairman. So okay. I'm going to hang a yeah, Mona Lisa or in when, there. Uh, John McLean has to climb up oh, on top exactly. of the lift. Yeah, and he's Yippee like, oh, maybe even put some art on the walls. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Hide all your Mona Lisa. Yippee Kaye, look at that Monet. It'll be oh, great. Oh, dang, that is <laughs> straight fire. So I'm sure Shana will love it, but she'll probably go, oh, the lighting in here is no good. And you're like, it's an elevator shaft. <laughs> Come on. Um, I really thought Jesse was just winding Keith up there. That's what I thought no, was going on. I'm on, on the other side. Okay, I okay. think he's clarifying All it. Right. But Agree to disagree. Well, this is we cut to an ad and I'm on Facebook doing my research like a good podcast host should. You're what now? Research. Oh, okay. Uh, and reading the comments on Facebook, the amount of hate that Jesse gets... 
Well, yeah, I guess so a lot doing- of those arguments, I was like, yeah, Jesse's spitting some white hot fire. Some of these are good. But now I'm leaning more to the side that he's been a bit of a jerk. So but shouldn't you just be middle of the road now then? Yes, I, uh, that's what I was about to say. I'm still middle of the road. But it seems like he's the villain this year and we had not picked up on it. Yeah, well, I just can't believe how many people like he's the villain. So obviously they're doing a good job. Yeah. Whereas we were all like, you're spitting yeah, like truce. Like, there's no clear villain this year. What's going on? When I was clearly wrong, apparently there's a clear villain. We just haven't seen it. And now I'm going to have a little go at Dan where he was all like, have a look at the city views from the top. And then they were using a drone that was higher than the building. Lies. To see the- it was all lies. Yeah, so anyway, that's a bit funny. So now... <laughs> um, Look at this view. And you're like, Dan, that's a postcard, mate. What? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, they've literally taken a postcard and they're just like shaking the shaking camera in front, in front of, of the camera. So it looks like a drone. <laughs> he draws a bird on it. Look. <laughs> Brett, what is your favourite time of the parliamentary year? Question time in spring. Budget time? <laughs> Absolutely budget time. <laughs> <laughs> So, anyway, money, 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 we're doing budgets, everyone's in the meeting. All right, so we got Jesse and Mel who are on 116k with all their bills paid. Yep. Chirping with any comments, likes, and whatever. Then we got um, Elise and Matt on 116, but they've got a large bill coming from the plaster and the plumber. Shocking oh. that they're ripping everyone off. Yeah, no, that, that should be fine. You know, the plumber, well, they'll still have, they might even go up to 117K after the plumber gets his bill because we're such top blokes. <laughs> Doing it for free. Um, absolutely. We work so hard for so little. Yep, just happy we're to be We're just always giving back. So then we got Andy and Deborah who are on 125, but they've got bills for their builder, Yep. Andrade. Yep. Blasters and the glass, which should probably bring it down to about 105, they estimate. Yeah. Um, then we got Tess and Luke who are on 119, but they've got two massive plastering bills. I assume yeah, to pay the so guys that they The left. guys that got kicked off site haven't been paid yet. Yeah, apparently. so that's apparently 15K, so that would bring it down to 104. Yep. And then we've got Mitch and Mark who have 129K left, yet they. Shana was having a go at them for. Spending too much on the Lux look and all the rest of it. So clearly yeah, well, that's not true. It is quite interesting because everyone's only won one room and they've got more money, yet they've been ripped on for spending too much. So I don't know. You think maybe the judges could just get a sneaky little talk in with the Suncorp lady before they go ranting about these things? Yeah, I agree. Um, also, so basically there's eight weeks to go and nine rooms, which is the same amount of rooms that they had to do last year. Um but obviously they've got half the money because what yeah. what they have last year, 250? Uh, 220. 220. So they've basically, if you just sort of average it out, everyone's sort of looking at about 100K, which yep. works out at about 12K per room, but every room's bigger this season. Yeah. So just put less knickknacks in them. <laughs> yes. Do the opposite to what Shana says. I think that's my motto for life at this point. I noticed this in yesterday's pod, and it's sad that I listened to our own pod. It's not Shana, it's Shana. Oh, Shana. Okay. So, damn. S- sorry, oh, Shana. Sorry, Shana. Although, maybe this is for legal reasons. You're bagging her out. You're just calling yeah, her no, someone some, different. I'm talking about someone different. <laughs> <laughs> um, the Savvy Saver Award went to Mitch and Mark. Which is weird, because they were told to pare back their expensive tastes. But anyway. Yeah, I agree with that. But anyway, good old... Shana? Shana? What did you call her? Shana-na-na. Anyway, Andy and Deb. So now Scotty's having to go at Andy for not being enough of a chippy 
which um, last well, time, he was having a go at him at talking too much. What was the saying? Less chi- ah, less lippy, more chippy. No, more chippy, less lippy. Yeah, but still, like he's a comedian. It's you know, it's a four year trade. Yeah, we all I'm, understand as fellow comedians. Yes. Yep. We know comedy. Yep. No, but what I'm saying is like, <laughs> you know, it's. If yeah, he's no lifting timber and, you know, holding the end of the tape or whatever, doing what he's told, who cares? If yep. he's cracking a few jokes in between, keeping the morale high Absolutely. for Giuseppe, yep. great. But anyway, the the funny point out of it was Dan was like, yeah, I used to talk to everyone all the time anyway, and they got me back for an All-Stars. So. Yeah. He's like, I spent like four hours a day chatting. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, it's fine. So, I guess it's it's fine. Yep. Uh, Stick with what you got out. Dan will be back for the... Uh, Andy will be back for the All-Stars. Oh, hopefully. Uh, all right, so now it's challenge time. Boo. Oh, not a challenge. So we're having a sleepover uh, out in Dalesford. We've got our five red Amarok V6s yep. to help us get out there. So Scotty's shouting another dinner, but unfortunately Keith's there. Oh, no. So that takes away from it for sure. Well, I don't know. I think uh, Scotty and Keith did a lovely little bit of dinner piece theatre. Oh yeah, where Scotty's um, throwing in a bit of um, improv, and Keith's really going yes ending with him. So remember that time that we went to the park. Yes, and <laughs> <laughs> um, so it turns out that they've been going out there for ten years on the mandates. Apparently, but your boy Joshy, he's done his research. It's only been nine viewers. Nine years. We're in Bondi on season six. Yeah, but that doesn't mean they didn't drive all the way out there for an evening or two. Look, a couple of hours drive. It, just, it must just be a ripper of a Where place. Where did they go again? Brokeback Mountain. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so it turns out they've been driving down there every Wednesday. Okay. Which seems like a lot of fuel yeah, wasted. Hump but day, Josh. Yes, very good. They don't call it hump day for nothing, buddy. Um, so... They ran amok in their Amarok <laughs> God damn. with Mitch and Mark doing the worst advert ever. I oh. thought they could have targeted it to like a younger audience. <sighs> yeah, look, I watched the um, recaps on YouTube and they have a heap of Matt and Elise ads. But in the episodes, Mitch and Mark are doing their darndest to get a couple of advertising gigs. Yeah. Just everything like beacon lighting. Oh my God, light bulbs light things up. Amarok, a curd's got four wheels. Like there's nothing they won't flog. Yeah, that's true. Uh <laughs> So then we head out to the bush and we've got five tents. And then Scotty's all like, I've rang some of my friends. And then... I thought Keithy said he oh, rang. Keith, Keith said he's rang said, some of his friends. I've got some of my friends where Jesse goes, Keith doesn't have any friends <laughs> in a sweet little voiceover. Bird. <laughs> uh, and then we play All Star. Hey now, we're All Stars. Yep. They're coming out the tents. So anyway, we've got Lysandra and Alyssa with Mitch and Mark, Dee and Daz with um, Jesse and Mel, Josh and Jenna with Andy and Deb, Josh and Elise with Tess and Luke, and Ronnie and Georgia with Matt and Elise. Yeah, I really expected there to be some kind of like super elaborate, crazy challenge to pair them up. As opposed to their They're bonnets. just in a tent. No, it was their bonnets had to match yeah, up. Yeah, it matched to the them. tents, but they just put the team in the tent that matched the bonnet that they wanted. So they've obviously like... Uh, what is it? Elise and Alessandra or whatever. Lysandra and Elisa. Oh, right. Because uh, ridiculous. Anyway, they really Their wanted... Their mother gave them those names. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, <laughs> but they really uh, obviously wanted to pair them up with Mitch and Mark. 
yeah for the sparks to fly like they didn't want to leave this down to chance or anything they're like these are the teams we want to put together this is going to cause the most drama we're building this drama Maximum blockage style. Yeah. Uh, the only one that I thought was a bit weird was Josh and Jenna, but I suppose you would have had to get another couple because D and Daz had their issues with Shayna, just as Jesse and Mel do. Yep. Uh, Roddy and Georgia are sort of the prototype of Matt and Elise. Josh and Elise and Tess and Luke, like obviously Josh and Elise are just a better version of Tess and Luke. Absolutely. You know, one's an actual good chippy. Yeah, one knows how to put a tool belt around his hips. Yep. And, and swing a hammer. And his missus is... Heaps less annoying. Yes, very good. <laughs> um, but I must say, Josh has put some weight on and that lad from the All-Stars has filled out a bit. <laughs> God damn. Self-burn. Yeah, good one. Uh, so, double the contestants, double the cash. Uh, half of the intrigue. Yes. <laughs> I don't know. Like, it seems like the lamest room or like the easiest room to bring these people in on. Like, bring them in on, I don't know, the... Like a bathroom, wet area. The granny flat. Yeah. It's got everything. Studio apartment. That's the name of it. I know the names of things. Uh, So do you think they're getting their own series or this is just a cheap plug? I think this is a plug for their own series. Yeah. I think there's going to be another All-Stars. Yeah, no, that's that's fair enough. So anyway, Scotty sets a bit of a challenge for On The Way Home, which is carpool karaoke, baby. Oh, yeah, it was great. You can win $1,000. Yep. It it should have been worth more than that, I feel. Really? You're literally just singing. Yeah. We do it all the time on this pod. We don't make $1,000. All right. Yeah, that's why I'm saying it should be worth more (laughs) than that. We've got to cent the benchmark higher as what people get paid for terrible, terrible renditions of songs. So they did um, Bohemian Rhapsody. Yeah. Well, four of the couples did it. Jesse and Mel, G and Daz decided not to. Give it a go. Unbelievable. Which... I guess some people are just too cool for school, which I guess... But Queen's cool. Yeah, but that, see, just adds to the villain motif, you know? Yeah, but in saying mm-hmm. that, like, I don't know, like, mm-hmm. I, f- I feel like uh, Tess mm-hmm. and Luke and Josh and Elise might not have even known the words that well. That's even worse. If you don't know the words to a Queen song, I'm sorry. You're basic. <laughs> I thought they were base coat. Um, so then we get a bit of a flashback. I, do you even know who won it? I didn't even write down who won it. I thought Ronnie and Georgia and Matt and Elise would win. They did the best job, in my opinion. Uh, yeah, I thought that, yeah. No, yes. I thought that's who won. Okay, well, good prediction, mate. Yeah, good work. <laughs> <laughs> All we did was watch the episode. I mean, these are details, so. Oh, folks. I didn't think it was that interesting. No, it wasn't. Anyway, so then we got Mitch and Mark. And, and it, like I said, it was only a thousand bucks. Yeah, and it's... It gets told that they are finishing top three every week and they're saying that that's not sort of good enough? Yeah, I don't know why that's like... It's part of that motif I was talking about where Matt and Elise were like, oh, we expected to win more challenges by now and there's only been five, or rooms, sorry. Yeah. And you're like, you can't expect to win like half of the rooms. You can't just think, oh, everyone else is going to be terrible. Well, speaking of Matt and Elise... It wasn't bad enough that now their wardrobes aren't going to be high enough or they're going to be too high to fit. Yep. Unfortunately, their builders decided, well, I don't know, he's yeah, just followed the plan, away, I guess. Well, I guess, but while you're building it, like if you were building it, yeah. you'd put the wall up and go, 
geez, this is close. Well, I'd put How it... Because you've got to obviously measure off of it. So you know where your yeah. wardrobes are going to sit. Exactly. Then you measure where your wall's going to sit yeah. to mark it. And you it. go, hmm, if someone's wider than four centimetres, they can't fit here. And you're like, yeah. So you would have like not finished that wall. You would have gone, this is wrong. Yeah. I'll wait until the couple comes back from their little challenge. Well, they're only a phone call away. Yeah, it makes no sense that he'd finish that wall. I'd be looking for a different builder. Like... <laughs> If, Are you doing a test right now? No. You come back and go, all you needed to do was build a single wall in this room and you couldn't do it without me watching you? Listen here, Keith. I'm just following the plan. And now that I don't follow the plan, you're telling me not to follow exactly, the plan. Exactly, Jesse. Exactly. I'm telling you the plan <laughs> is wrong, as usual, because I'm Keith and I made the plan and that's why oh. it's wrong. Anyway, speaking of them two, we get a bit of Keith versus Jesse. Yes, some now, more brilliance. I, I can't remember how the intro goes, but I'm going to get a better one. Willa, 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 willa. Joshy's Conspiracy Corner. Ooh. I think that Keith pulled the insulation out himself just for spite. Well, can you explain the little tiff for the listeners? Okay, sorry about that. So basically what's happened is while they've been away, Keith's taken photos from above of the insulation not being completely done. In the ceiling of the room. Yep. So then they've sheeted it and plastered it. Yep. So then Keith came in and he's gone, mate, this, the insulation's not done. And Jesse's gone, mate, it's done. Yep. I saw it. I've got photos of it. Yep. So then they, well, is it a gentleman's agreement or a bet? Yeah, it was a bit of a bet. Jesse's like, oh, any holes you put in that wall, you're paying a fix if, if you insulation. find insulation. So Keithy gets a bit of, what is that? 70 by 35? Yep. Or 4 by 2 for your older two. listeners. Oh, yeah. Or was it, uh, yeah. Or was it just a bit of 35 by 35? No, it was 70 by 35. Okay. It doesn't matter Start what smashing. size it was. No, we've got to get in the jargon, Josh. Um, yes. People come here for the jar- Anyway, sorry. So he starts putting holes in the walls. Yep. Uh, ceiling. Ceiling. Sorry. Yep. Starts busting holes in the ceiling with his bit of timber. First one, what does he find? Some insulation. Second one? No insulation. So this is why Third one, no insulation. This is what comes back to my theory. I reckon that he's pulled it out. Oh yeah, you reckon Keithy's got up there and pulled it out. But it doesn't even matter. Why put the holes in the ceiling? Just yeah, nah. The could, roof's not on. They said earlier in the get, episode the roof's yes, not on. Because he could get photos of the insulation missing from above, obviously you could have got up there and put insulation in from above. Yeah. Without busting holes in the plaster. But instead, he but had to be a D-bag. Jesse shouldn't have argued. He should have gone, okay, Keith, I'll get up there and have a look. That's all he had to do was jump up and go, oh, yeah, it's missing here. I'll fill it in. But if he didn't argue, it would have been fine. I disagree. This also, is, see, this is why I'm middle on the road and Jesse now. You would argue. You would argue with him over that. Absolutely. And I'm not saying he's right. As we learned in a previous episode, I'm always wrong. So you're saying that you're a hypocrite then because you would act the exact same way. Absolutely. Okay. Well, I we said that. I'm always wrong. <laughs> I know, but you argue the Look, point. I'm middle of the roading, Jesse. I don't always argue. I just always argue with you. Anyway. Speaking of the roof not being on, why isn't the roof on? Keith and Dan? Yes. It's like, it never rains in Melbourne. It should be fine. Let's just start this room with no roof on it. We'll put insulation in the ceiling. We'll plaster the walls. All that's fine with water. To be fair, I haven't seen it rain in... This, ep- uh, this series, yeah? Exactly. So they're due for it. Well, are they? Or Look, 
Sure, we live in central Queensland where it rains all the time, unlike Melbourne. But, you know, if you have a long period, a drought, as it were, then after the drought, you tend to get precipitation. It is crazy that they're like, work in a room that's not covered. They get to pick which room to do next. They could have said, do one of the downstairs rooms. Yeah. Yeah. Insulation. Um, Plaster. Doesn't do good with water. I know from personal experience, Josh. You flood a house or two, you know what water does. (laughs) Bloody got him. Thanks, everyone, for listening. And if you want to get into contact with us, you can find us at Maximum Blockage on Facebook. Or email us at MaximumBlockage at Outlook.com. Bye. Bye. Dramatic. Sounds like a girl sometimes where it carries on. Mamma mia, mamma mia. Mamma mia, let me go. Beelzebub has a devil put aside for.